Hello, my name is Bonnie Grace Gilday Kennedy, and I'm the owner of Grace of Healing, where I serve as an Akashic consultant and healer. My intention for this podcast is to serve as an inspiration to you finding your own healing through self-love. Together, we will spend time exploring topics that lead us to a deeper understanding of what self-love is and what it looks like for each of us as individuals on our own journey. I am especially excited about interviewing inspiring guests whom have created great feats of healing for themselves through their own acts of self-love. happy to welcome you to Season 2, Episode 1 of Self-Love with Grace of Healing. Welcome. With the support of the Akashic Masters, I've been given the opportunity to continue to explore what karma is and how it affects this current physical incarnation. It is not, as I'd believed in the past, an energetic payment for good or bad behavior. Karma like so much of our experience, is about balance. The change to my own personal understanding surrounding karma has created a beautiful and profound effect on my understanding of my own current incarnation. It brings me great pleasure in getting to share this understanding about karma with you so that you may more deeply experience why you are here on this planet and participating in your own physical incarnation at this time. Along with my understanding of the absence of bad and good from a broader, more expanded perception of who we are as incarnated beings, my knowledge of karma has also transformed. I'm always excited when the masters give me a new way to see things that represent my ability to process what is true. My current perception of what karma is and what karma means in our daily lives has changed from what could be understood as something that reflects a consequence to that of a continuation of our soul's expression and expansion, allowing for a more meaningful, balanced experience. For instance, I recently graduated from an ancient Kundalini Tantra teacher training in Rishikesh, India. I experienced an authentic Indian yoga teacher to student experience that I had always dreamed about. The entire process was an amazing experience. It was a lifelong dream come true. I always wanted to learn ancient Tantra Kundalini Yoga from an authentic yogi from the cradle of yoga in Rishikesh, India. What I've learned since that experience is that it was actually to serve me in facilitating a past life integration 
Yes, I've experienced energetically stepping into a past life and bringing it forward with me to this current incarnation. And here's how. This last November, in the dreaded 2020, on a Saturday afternoon, after one of my last Kundalini classes with my teacher, I was sitting on my mat, meditating in front of my altar. Yoga class was six days a week from 4 a.m. until 9 a.m. But the next day was Sunday and I had Sunday off from yoga and would be working with clients. Because I had been so busy with both class and working with clients, I knew the next day with the full schedule, some extra meditation time to go within, process all the amazing experiences I was having in class, and also just to give my mind a rest with some focused time for silence would serve my highest and greatest good. I was happy to have an empty house and the luxury of quiet time for my soul. As I sat in meditation, quite abruptly, without giving my mind time to focus, a vision of a male at the age of about 17 years unfolded. I watched him with wonder as he apprehensively came toward me and sat down. The energy immediately felt like my guides were presenting me with an experience. He continued coming forward to share his experiences and hardships of his life as a child. He showed me what I could only describe to you as something akin to a video of him living in India. He was at an ashram studying yoga with his guru. He took me on a tour of the ashram, showed me where he slept, his classroom, and the other students. He wanted me to see the comparison between him and the others. He wanted to show me how different he was. I didn't see the difference. I only saw his fear and his sadness. He went on to show me his parents and their excitement and expectation that he would be a great Kundalini Yogi and an Akashic healer. Traditional Indians have religious beliefs that guide you on how to have a child that is born as a great spiritual person. For many traditional Indians, there is no greater honor than having a child who has dedicated himself to studying the ancient texts and becoming a spiritual leader, a yogi and healer. His parents followed all of the traditional conception, birth, and child-rearing protocols that were handed down as spiritual guidelines to birth and raise a deeply spiritual being. They had adhered to each principle in hopes their child would become a yogi and healer they could be proud of. This included sending him to an ashram to study with the guru. He shared his life experience as one that was unfulfilled and painful, though he felt a deep love for and from his parents and siblings. 
He wanted to experience the life of a playful child. He didn't want the life they wanted for him. He experienced internal conflict because he felt as if every day he participated in the activities at the ashram, he was living a lie. Not only did he lack the desire to be a great yogi and healer, but he didn't have any desire to live a spiritual life. In addition to being at the ashram, his parents wanted him to renunciate all things they considered worldly. He couldn't imagine his life committed to something he didn't believe in or want for himself. The one thing he was sure of was that he couldn't be honest about his truth because he didn't want to let his parents down. He loved his family and he couldn't nor wouldn't allow himself to cause the shame that would come with him not committing his life to what they perceived as his spiritual destiny. I don't know how long we sat together. After what may have been one moment or a hundred moments, I began to experience a deep, overwhelming feeling of sadness. Not the empathy or sadness I feel when others share their sad or traumatic experiences with me, but a sadness that took a deep hold of my heart and squeezed. It took my breath. Yes, this is a familiar feeling, my old friend grief. I recognized and knew that feeling very well. I held my chest and I asked the words I already knew the answer to. Are you me? His answer was yes. In that moment, the sadness rushed in so deeply, I could only sit and cry. And I let myself. I wept. When I had gathered myself, I asked him the other question that I dreaded. I didn't want to ask because I knew it would bring me even a deeper sadness, but I was compelled. And so I asked, did you commit suicide? His answer given in shame and deep sadness was yes. We sat and cried together. The answers he had given me would change the way I saw myself, him, my current and past lives, and karma. Seeing glimpses of my own past lives and the story shown to me through Akashic work of the past lives of others is a common experience for me. My work with the Akashic Masters is based in the soul history of each of us. What is different about this experience and other past life experiences is that within a minute or so of that conversation ending, I was directed by the masters to lie down. When I did lie down, I observed the energetic body of this young man entering my own energetic body 
at my navel center. The energy from the past life entered my body. I was surprised, more like shocked and dumbfounded. I actually closed my eyes and opened them again to see if it was really happening. It was happening all right. It was the first time I ever had that experience. And since then, nothing has been the same. His name is Anjar. Since Anjar's integration into this incarnation, I've worked with him on healing his karma, which is, of course, my own past life karma, as he is part of my soul history. He is who I used to be. In terms of the work we've been doing, it's been focused mainly on guilt and shame. He's been challenged energetically with guilt and shame since his suicide because he felt as if he had given up and given in to a part of himself, which you and I know as shadow. He has suffered due to observing his parents suffer for the rest of their lives because of him taking his own life. He couldn't let his parents fully move on, so he stayed connected with them through guilt and shame and not an energy of love. He was hopeless about his ability to find forgiveness for himself, and he was afraid of fully being present with me, afraid of experiencing even more judgment. Anjar needed a huge dose of healing and self-love. His work feels very familiar to me in this incarnation. I would like to consider the way each of these things have shown up for me in my life. Until seven years or so ago, suicide was always in the back of my mind as a solution to dealing with avoiding the pain I have experienced for most of my life. I've never made an attempt, but it was certainly a go-to thought when things felt too difficult to deal with. My shadow and I went back and forth about that for most of my life. And just like Ajnar, shame and guilt was at the core of who I am. Having an abusive sociopath for a father and a mother with borderline personality disorder that constantly acted out and threatened suicide while I was a child created a sense of shame of who I am and who I came from. It took so many years for me to work through the energy of that shame and guilt and allow the thread to now be a connection of love to both of them. The shame and guilt I suffered from for most of my life surrounding being abused kept my truth at bay and left me living with a feeling of dishonesty. My shadow, which was also Anjar's shadow, has fought me every step of the way on my healing journey. Remember the podcast about shadow and how it reincarnates with our psyche and energetic bodies throughout our lifetimes? 
and how it too is building resilience right along with us, well, every step forward for me was met with an issue I thought I had already resolved. And again and again. This cycle continued until I sat with my shadow and fully worked through the shame. That's where it had found its power within me and that is where I took my power back. My past and current actions have facilitated this integration. I have been willing to sit with Anjar and process his experiences that have created a significant portion of the karmic balance of who I am in this incarnation. From a spiritual perspective, you notice I didn't say I'm here for this incarnation to pay for what he did or did not do. I'm actually just here having a counter experience to his creating the balance needed for this karmic integration and completion. Think about this. I did yoga for the first time in preschool when I was three years old. Yoga has been a piece of my life off and on now for more than five decades. Can you imagine that? Knowing and feeling as each time I meet myself on the mat, I am in a sense going home to myself only to discover that I truly am going home to a time long before this incarnation. What that teaches me is that my yoga practice throughout life has done for me what it is supposed to do. It helps me to truly connect to self, a self I didn't even know until a few months ago. I have had the desire to study ancient Kundalini Tantra Yoga for as long as I can remember. This training isn't available in the U.S., only in India. So I follow that dream. And during it coming to fruition, I have a beautiful past life integration that is Anjar. This is the karmic balance. Think about it. He didn't want to be a healer or a person with his life being focused on a spiritual growth. I am here joyfully living out this beautiful life as a healer, healing myself, others, and even Anjar. I thank Anjar for this integration and the completion of this karmic cycle. And I look forward to a new cycle beginning that starts consciously with my work, creating more healing for myself and others. I know that I am here in my purpose, creating the karmic balance that continues to lead me closer and closer to the person that I am here to be fully. Because it has been so beautiful experiencing this integration, I have recreated for others the histories of their own past life incarnations while supporting them to see their own karmic cycle and how to create a karmic completion. If you're interested in learning about your own past life experiences and how they're affecting your current incarnation, reach out to me via my website. For more information, 
on self-love, the Akashic Masters, or this podcast, you can go to www.graceofhealingnc.com. Audio and music production is by Linda Go. To connect with her, you can go to kamalacove.org.